0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled dot lcom slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: It is a big fab week. We got Ellie Cruz bidding all over the place. We got people betting on the wrong Abbott pitcher. A lot of Corey Abbott bids out there. And I'm living and dying with the Stanford uh, Super Regional game right now, so we got have a lot going on. I'll come up next on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. <music> Happy Sunday evening, everybody! Welcome to the RotoWire Fantasy Bo- Baseball Podcast, sponsored by BatFlip. We appreciate uh, their pod- or their uh, sponsorship on the podcast. I am Scott Jensen. Join us always on Sunday night. Well, not last week, but uh, usually as always with, uh, with, uh, by Jeff Erickson. Appreciate Brian Slack joining uh, last week. It was a lot of fun uh, doing the podcast with him. But Jeff, happy you are back. How is everything?
2: Everything is awesome uh, yeah. and really is. I mean, a hey, daughter graduated a week ago from high school. Uh, had a soccer tournament this weekend that went very, very well. Uh, Got likely, little- likely
1: due to excellent coaching
2: uh excellent players that the, my coaching part is keeping the team there you know i guess so uh showing up making sure we show up on time uh but no it, it, it's been fun good times had by had by all and hey our reds are fun and there's that too
1: our uh, our reds might be fun but they're not quite as fu- on fire as the Oakland A's five wins in a row jeff i have no idea what's going on out there
2: if john fisher sells the team they become our A's again
1: I, I would agree with that. Until that happens, they are no, they are not our A's. They are someone's A's. But uh, five wins in a row, kind of wild. They were twelve and fifty before this run. So uh, from twelve and fifty to seventeen and fifty, uh, right up, uh, sneaking up on the Royals for worst for uh, not the worst record in baseball.
2: Yeah, and hey, uh, you know it, it's it's almost like they're professional players that get paid too, and that at least you know the front office, is, you know the at least the GM is trying to put together the best team possible. You know, and that means separating some wheat from the shaft um and you know they're playing well
1: yeah they had some good uh good some good pitching this week uh, i don't anticipate to uh to last very long they uh we have a tough schedule this week. They're facing uh, Tampa Bay for four games, and then Philly for three. Uh, Tampa Bay especially will be
2: uh, lots of length- save chances there, right?
1: Yeah, lots of save opportunities. Yeah, Trevor May did not look good today. So if you wanted to speculate it and a saves, that did not work great today. But uh, let's uh, we're going to talk about Fab in a bit. But I want to. I just let you go with the top Fab bit. Let's just talk Ellie Dela Cruz right now. You know, sure. we, we'd be bearing the lead if we if we talk about a bunch of stuff without talking about that uh, massive bids across the board. Everybody was in on him. I think he was a. Uh, over 500 in one of my mains over 300 in the other he was actually taken that uh, he was drafted dropped and then picked up uh by uh by your buddy dan preppus i picked him up about a month ago when he got dropped by carter gill uh, so he was only available with two of my three huge bids i uh didn't have quite the money i didn't one but i just couldn't afford to go uh, as high as he was gonna go but uh were you in on la de la cruz i know you had a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of fab left in one of your leagues at least
2: uh i had the hammer in one and i used it uh Probably Which could have go optimized go a little better, but use I did not want to hammer? Yeah, I was
1: gonna say what, how'd you do it?
2: Uh I mean I did s- as much as the second place guy, um, Glenn Lowy, who, you know, I didn't know if he was gonna how crazy he'd go and how much he'd want to leave behind. There was someone behind him, like 30 bucks behind him. Um uh, I, I you know, I've probably I've been pretty open that I was willing to take use a hammer. I don't know if those guys are listening to me or not. They're probably better off not listening to me, but anyhow, I won that one four fifty-eight to three forty-one. Uh, so it wasn't optimal, but I got my guy. What does uh, uh, What
1: does it leave you with?
2: Uh, it's like seventy five ish. Okay, um, that's workable. Although Not like you said you yeah, like three bucks or something. Eighty three bucks is what it left me with. Um, so yeah, that's something I can work with the rest of the year. And yeah. that's also because I I did land the aforementioned Trevor May, despite today's bad outing, twenty three to fifteen. Um, we were dropping Pierce Johnson, so hey, had the drop. Um, okay. so. I think in a nice little bit of rich irony, we dropped Thor for Ellie. So I thought people, I thought that was kind of fun.
1: Yeah, that dropping Thor just feels good anyway. But uh, yeah. that, that does work well. Uh, you're the Reds fan. I mean, obviously the the first week of Ellie De La Cruz was uh, was really good. Uh, you know, he has uh, what, three stolen bases already. Has a home run. Has seven runs scored. Four RBIs. Obviously, the the strikeout rate is an issue. But he's walking about a good amount. But the strikeout rate's thirty seven percent. There's going to be ups and downs. But man, the talent is just off. Off the chart. I mean that he had that that chopper day that he beat out to the right side. It was like absurdly fat. He's insanely fast.
2: He isn't. He's got ludicrous speed. I believe yeah. is the is the phrase. Uh, I forgot to mention though. By the way, I also won him in yogurt. Three hundred eight to three hundred eight. I'm uh, in third place. The second place guy wow. had more fab than me. He did not bid the three hundred nine. Tomorrow's baseball today. Good player. We were talking a lot during the draft as well. Uh, yeah. So I beat third place. Beat second place on a tiebreak. That you don't I mean, see that very often how much did you leave yourself with there like your 308 was out of out of how much uh well in that league i think i also i i did i also got aj smith shaver in that one too nope. so um it's going to be less than you think uh it's still 118 left though okay that's not that's not too bad i mean so he, didn't,
1: uh, he didn't it's not like you bid your max and he just could have got a dollar more like he didn't know how much you're going to bid but 308 to 308 that's uh, that's some efficient bidding right there jeff
2: it it worked it, it, it worked it was nice uh i saw that i was like Oh, okay. Because uh, there were others too. Like um, there, there's still someone. There's still, well, it's it, yeah. Say what you will about yogurt, but uh, the guy that I tied has 451 left, so he's okay. actually winning. There's there's a couple that are higher, uh, but yeah. Um, it's
1: hard. It's not not always easy to win a tie bin when you're in third place. That's uh that, that's that's pretty nice. No, right
2: there isn't. It isn't.
1: What, so, uh, so he's got a home run and three stolen bases. We talked about that. If you had to guess an end of the year line for Ellie, like what are you thinking? Like a 15 15 kind of thing? Like, how how crazy do you think we're talking here? Like, what, what do you think he's looking at?
2: I think there's more bags. He already has three in the first week. Yep. And you alluded to said ludicrous speed. Now yep. we'll see. You know, he also is striking out over 30% of the time. So there's, there's a concern on base, concern with batting average. I think it's like 15 25. Oh, maybe 15 20. I don't know. Um, he 15, the, the runway is there, it, Scott. Let's just 50, say twenty that.
1: makes it w- makes it worth whatever price you pay. I mean, that's a, to pick up that for the last four months of the season is really huge.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I the batting average is going to be in flux. We know that, but there's Michael Harris potential here.
1: Michael Harris, twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three?
2: Yeah, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> um, although twenty three is picking up. By the way, got so robbed don't. of a homer today. I heard on the no. radio when I was driving somewhere, but uh, between between games in the tournament, but uh, he's hitting better lately.
1: You know who's twenty twenty three is picking up? That was brutal. Is Gunnar Henderson? He's been yes. really good oh, the yes. last like two weeks or so. Hit lead off today. Um, I, I I didn't really ever consider dropping him. I I still thought there was uh, you know some some stuff here, but he's got uh, he's got three home runs last eight games. He had a couple stolen bases on on Friday night. Um, it's coming around a little bit. It seems like it's uh, it's coming. It's coming pretty quick, and he's starting to hit middle of the lineup, which is the most important thing here.
2: Yeah, he is, and you know it just shows that I mean, elite prospects. You got to be patient yeah. with teams; have to be patient with them too. Now he still doesn't play quite every single day. Sometimes he'll yeah. sit against the lefty, and that's that's a that's a pr- problem. But Jorge Mateo has been declining pretty fast, so yeah. you know th- th- there's your runway right there. Even with Jordan Westbrook coming up at some point in time.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I think Henderson had friday against the lefty and i you know obviously we're making friday moves and he was playing so i put him in easily i think i would have played him with two righties after that but it probably would have entered my mind if he sat on friday so thankfully mm-hmm. he played because that would have been would have been tough to miss the two steals and the two home runs over the weekend
2: indeed by the way if you ask, ask you ask me for miracles i give you the kansas city royals pitching staff
1: oh man I, we joke so much about the a's all year and it's it's gone it kind of gone lost that like the Royals are just as bad as the Azar, which is almost impossible considering they aren't, uh, they're actively trying to lose like the A's are.
2: Yeah. Although Jordan Lyles presence in the rotation may not. <laughs> is he really?
1: Is it. he really? Oh, and, he,
2: really and 10. He's really. Oh, and 10.
1: That is rough. But, uh, we talked about the A's and Royals uh, we talked to the Reds a little bit uh, you look at the, I was looking at the NL West today i tell you what Arizona is really playing good baseball they're three and a half up on the Dodgers now they've won eight of the last ten they've won five games in a row and we talked a, k- a few weeks ago about whether we think Arizona's real uh, this is a fun team this is a team that's playing really well right now do you think they can they can hang in there with la for a while
2: yeah uh I, I think the pitching will fall short but I mean la is you know hurt didn't come back today he's gonna need yeah. a rehab assignment. Um, the, the, they've got their own flaws right now. They had a tough weekend in Philly. Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly they can. Um, I still think the Dodgers went out, but it, it's illustrative of the notion that we, we repeat over and over that teams with that good young prospecty core get better faster than we expect them to.
1: And when there was a lot of talk about Corbin Carroll and how much that, how high the helium was, uh, whatever it was, Jeff, it wasn't high enough. 13 home runs, 18 stolen bases hit 301, right, 308 after today. Sorry. And he had 19 stolen bases. Today. I mean, he's just at flat out ball. And he had a little bit of a, a time where it was a little bit quiet, but man, he's been awesome.
2: Yeah, he has. And you know, Dimebacks recognize that and they inked him. I mean, they gave him the contract. Yeah. They, he got paid and you know, before he went nuts, uh, it, it's the Braves have been doing this a lot. Now the Diamondbacks, you know, at least they're, at least with uh, Carol and they've got there are others. Jordan Lawler is coming through that door at some point in time, uh, for instance. Uh, they they you know they got to line up the pitching, but you know that's true with a lot of team builds. You see that okay, they got to get the they've got the core in place hitting wise. Then they got to add the pitchers on top of it there, and their young pitchers have struggled. Brandon fought in particular, you know, was not good.
1: Good question, to the Chats. If we're talking Diamondbacks, Jeff, do you think our, our old friend Scott McGuff is going to find his way in the closer role? Got the save today. Has pitched really well since May 1st, and uh, he seems like he's probably the hottest guy in the pen right now.
2: He might be. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know. Uh, what do you think?
1: Uh, I bid on him this week. So I do think that, uh, he's in a couple of chances there. He's, he's pitched the best. I think the last six weeks or so, I think that uh, the save today was a good sign. I think he's at least in the mix now. I don't know if he's, I don't know if they're fully going to go with a guy, but I think he's in the mix right now and has a chance to maybe if he puts together a couple of saves, maybe run with a little bit. I was, uh, I was in on the bidding today. At a, at a cheap price trying to get him early.
2: Miguel Castro struggled the other day too. He yeah. I mean struggled earlier in the week and then he struggled on what was it? Friday against the Tigers? That's never good when you struggle against the Tigers. So yeah, may- maybe so. Uh, Tigers guess,
1: haven't won a game uh, yet this month, Jeff.
2: Yeah, that's 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 a rough look. Um, yeah,
1: it's not great. We're yeah. we're far enough in the month where Today's you. Today's what the eleventh? Yeah, yeah.
2: That, that's problematic.
1: Yeah, so I, I think I think McGuff is uh, kind of leaning his way into being the maybe the righty guy in that mix, and uh, but we'll see. He has pitched uh, really well. Uh, before we Joe jump into Fab and previewing Week Twelve, a couple of players I want to ask you about. Uh, Mike Trout. I have him in a, in a couple of spots here. It's been it's been weird since May first. He's hit 208, 30 percent strikeout rate. The home runs are still there, um, but this is not uh, it's not been a great stru- start to the season for Trout. Did we lose you,
2: Scott? I I, I lost my volume. I'm going to be right back. Keep talking.
1: All right, I'll keep talking. <laughs> Uh, Jeff will be right back, but uh, yeah, we're talking about talking about Mike Trout. It's just been weird. Like he started really well, but you know, since since May first, like I mentioned, 208, 30 percent strikeout rate. Uh, I'm a little worried here. You've already you already know with Trout, you're not getting any speed at all. I mean, he hasn't he's stolen what four bases in four years. So you have to get uh, you have to get a huge amount of of, of home runs from him. And we're getting, he had fourteen home runs so far, but. And he's at 253. I'm a little bit worried. The strikeout rate's really high. His BABIP is not crazy low, so it's not like we're you know expecting a bunch of bounce back off that. His BABIP's 317. I'm a little worried that we're looking at like a, a, a you know a 260 30 home run year from Trout, and that's just not going to get it done at the draft price when, you, when the fact that he does not steal at all. So I'm a little worried there. Um, when Jeff comes back, we'll ask him about there. But I'm I'm concerned there. Uh, another guy I'm worried about right now is is Taylor Walls in, in Tampa. Looked like he had kind of figured stuff out a little bit. Over the uh, over the, the start of the season, and it's just been really rough lately. Uh, you know, I think we're back to the, the 2022 Taylor Walls. I was going to ask Jeff. If he's a drop. I think he's kind of verging on that in a 12 teamer. I would probably hold hold walls for right now, but a 15 or a 12 team. I probably drop him 15 teamer. I'd probably uh, I'd probably hold on him a little bit just because he plays second, third and short does have 15 stolen bases 10 since May 1st but man he's hitting a buck 47 since May 1st that is really really rough um, he's starting to sit a little bit more than he was before i know he's a switch hitter so he can get in there with anybody but the, the rays have almost everybody back now uh, it's just uh i'm a little worried on walls it, it seemed like he had figured stuff out and it's gone the other way his hard hit rates almost down to 30% again which is kind of where it was last year so i think that uh, i think you're safe to get uh, to get rid of walls unfortunately if you need steals maybe you hold but otherwise i think it's a it's a safe bet there um Jeff is uh, Jeff is back Jeff can you hear me yes I can beautiful um, uh, Taylor Walls I was talking Jeff do you think uh, I was kind of talking just how we in April I think maybe he had figured some stuff out been really rough since May does have the 10 steals but hitting a buck 47 since May 1st I mean it's just uh, I think he's probably uh definitely a drop in 12s and verging on a drop in 15s
2: yeah I, I happen to notice it in my AO only league where I've had him and you know big score to have him for all this time but yeah he is struggling badly because I was just looking at my whole roster, trying to figure out starts and sits, and like, oh, let's look over the last fourteen. Oh, oh, not good, not good at all. And you hate to be like too much last fourteen. I was mostly looking for playing time, really, to make sure I wasn't missing anything. Um, and instead, I noticed the utter poor record. And you know that that the problem there too is he doesn't have the track record, so it makes you worry about. Okay, has he just was that just a heater earlier? Probably is it just a cooler now? Maybe that, that's uh, the...
1: I mean, maybe, but I guess he hit two eleven in twenty twenty one and one seventy two last year, so maybe this yeah. is just kind of who he is. So I'm uh, I'm definitely benching him and uh, probably getting close to dropping him. A guy that's the opposite right now. When asked about Lane Thomas in Washington, uh, since May first, two ninety nine, nine home runs, four steals, twenty nine runs scored. Um, this dude's been awesome. If you have him, and you know, he was a, he was a later round pick. There were some people that liked him, but he's been really solid.
2: I actually have him in two of my three mains. Um,
1: that he, is a nice he, score right there.
2: Yeah, it's about the only one. Uh, but uh,
1: as long as you got one, you're good.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, he's solid. He's bad. He, you know, the, the the rationale for getting him earlier is okay. He's got a little bit of power. He's got a little bit of speed, and he's going to play every day. So okay, round twenty eighteen, whatever. Go ahead, get him there. And you know, sometimes you know those rounds, it's about playing time. Sometimes, and yeah. you hope those guys take stride. Um, you know and You know, Lord Escurriel is another guy, although he's a little bit more pedigreed and accomplished, but maybe a slightly earlier range. But nonetheless, another one of those guys that you're just hoping takes a step up and Thomas is young enough. He could take a step up, too.
1: Yeah, and I mean, look at his hard hit rates up five percent. Kind of more towards that uh, that twenty twenty one stretch where he was he was you uh, hitting the ball pretty hard. Uh, last year, seventeen home runs, eight stolen bases. Halfway to the home runs, he's almost past the stolen bases. Uh, it's been it's been really solid. He's been uh, you know one of those nice guys that you know round twenty whatever you can get and that, that really helps you out. Uh, one picture I want to ask you about before we do jump into the week twelve preview. Uh, how do you feel about Freddy Peralta right now? Hitting, uh, He's got 5.15 ERA since May 1st, four or fewer strikeouts in four of his last five, which is the one that really jumped out to me. Um, just not getting the punch outs we normally expect. How do you feel about Peralta kind of as we move forward into the summer here?
2: Nervous. Uh, yeah. We saw what happened to him last year with the shoulder. Uh, and you got to wonder when you see a decline in performance, like what happens next? Now he had nine Ks uh, on Tuesday. He did. So I don't know. Uh, you know you know, but overall yeah i mean 139 whips not helping you
1: no the area is not helping he had uh, today he had I and mean, he faced the a's and i know they're hot right now but still five strikeouts in five innings but four earned runs he gave two home runs to them i mean seth brown hit a home run off him i just uh i think it was brooker that hit the hit they went back to back off him it's just every start it just seems like kind of blah it's just four or five strikeouts except for that one nine but if that's five of the last six which five strikeouts are fewer it's uh it's been very strange, and I uh, I like Freddie Peralta, but this has been it, it's been rough, and you got to think about you know each week whether you start him or not. He's not an automatic starter, put it that
2: way. Oh, I agree. I agree. His, the opposing starter, JP Sears, finally got a win. He's actually I, they, pitched well.
1: They tried to blow it late too. It was yeah. uh, going in today. He was the first pitcher in major league baseball history with more than sixty innings a starter and an ERA under four point two five who had had zero wins. It was like all time yeah. historic stuff and. Boy, that ninth inning was tough. I was, I was glad we finally got the win for JP.
2: Yeah. And yeah, I, I am too. Uh, and, you know, he, he's been, especially because of the way they've blown a couple of his starts uh, yeah. where, you know, he left with the lead and like three batters later is gone. There was a Seattle game uh, where uh, I think it was one, nothing when he left. And then um, what's his name? Uh, former White Sox uh, Dodger Pollock hit the oh, yeah. uh, Homer like right away I, you know, and he's hit like two all year, but it happened to be both like back to back days against the A's and their bullpen.
1: I mean, he's given up, uh, he's given up two or fewer runs in his last five starts. Uh, I guess last six starts when you include today too. So, I mean, been really, really good. But uh, when you play for the A's, it's just hard to get wins. I, I get it. But he's been, uh, he's been really consistently and really, really consistently solid.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: But let's look ahead at, uh, at week 12. We do have a lot of games this week, Jeff. we got nine teams with seven games. Uh, the, the Phillies, the Braves, the Rockies, the D-backs, and the National League. And then the American League side, A's, Rangers, and a- Angels in the AL West, and the Tigers and the Rays. Also have three teams with five games. A lot of teams with five games this week. So that's definitely something to monitor there. Obviously, two of them play each other. The Yankees are Mets. Um, they both have Monday and Thursday off. So only two games in this early period. And then uh, the, the the Brewers also have five games too, so that's just uh, something to monitor. There yeah. are no there are no day games tomorrow, which is uh, you know helpful for setting lineups. The first game is uh, the Braves and Tigers at three forty, uh, but there are five uh, four, three teams with five games this week.
2: Yeah, uh, and you know after like some schedules in the past couple of weeks, we've there's a lot more of that. There we had some pretty full schedules the last couple of weeks. Brewers can use the day the, the extra days off, that's for sure. We uh, we joke
1: we joke about the A's, but man, getting swept at home by the A's, but on the Brewers' side, that is. Really, really rough.
2: Yeah, I mean, and the funny thing is, they played the Orioles well. They played they took their out of three out of four in Cincinnati before that. But yeah, I mean, brutal, brutal, bad three game stretch there. I mean,
1: the A's are just hooking up the hooking up the Reds. I mean, they have two or three against the Pirates and the sweep against the Brewers. Just looking out for looking out for had, looking out for our Reds.
2: I feel, yeah. Unfortunately, the the Mets didn't have the same consideration against the uh, Pirates there. What the heck?
1: The Mets don't have the same consideration in any, but that team is brutal right now. They're they're hard to watch. There, I think they've lost eight of nine.
2: I mean, and how I, I, I don't understand how they're bad. Well, usually by having a big lead and then
1: blowing it in the last two innings.
2: Yeah, I guess, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm grateful. Uh, reds took two out of three against St. Louis, so I'm pretty happy about that. Always. Yeah.
1: Our reds are, our reds are four back right now. And definitely, uh, definitely in the mix. The, the NL central is, uh, both central's Jeff are just really bad.
2: They are. They're really, really bad. Yeah. I, I think I saw a stat that the A's have won, like, whether they won there 15 games now um Se- 17 jeff don't 17 sure change. sorry don't sure our change A's my, are my, better than my, my
1: my former team
2: i would not do that to, uh ever to your former team and like what nine or ten of them are against the central uh the oh, they- central i mean they took Makes and sense. i think they you know they took two out of three they swept the brewers i think they had an, another good series in there too uh i don't know but anyhow point is it, it's illustrative of the fact that you know it, You know, if if the Royals played in the AL West, maybe they'd be worse. You know, maybe if uh, the the Cardinals or the Reds were in the AL West, they'd be worse. Although the Cardinal, the Reds did sweep the Rangers. Just want to say, you
1: want to throw that in there. The crazy thing is the NL Central is you know clearly bad, and the Cardinals are still in last place.
2: Yeah, yeah. Things. I, I I'm I'm frankly I'm surprised Ollie Marmel still has a job.
1: Uh, I am too. They had that little stretch. I think I felt like it saved his job. And then since then they've won three of the last 10. They've kind of gone back in the tank
2: swept by the pirates last weekend.
1: Yeah, it's been it's it, it's rough there, but I mean that division is just so wide open, I mean, they're, yeah. but they're still eight out. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good uh, pretty good stretch right there. It is. Someone mentioned in the chat if the A's were in the central, they were in the division. Uh, that's definitely not the case. The A's are still really really bad compared to some of those teams. But um, Jeff, some good offensive schedules this week. We've got uh, we have the Rays, Atlanta, and Philly. All teams that it's hard to pick up guys, but man, these teams have awesome schedules. The Rays have three four at Oakland and three at San Diego. Atlanta has three at Detroit, then four against Colorado. That is just prime. The Braves are going to score a ton of runs this week. Mm-hmm. And then Philly's got four to Arizona, which is not great. Um, they they do miss Zach Gallen, who pitched today, did not pitch very well, but pitched today. And then three at Oakland. I mean, it's usually coming down to facing Detroit, Colorado, and Oakland are all really and the and the Royals are all really good things.
2: Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, and you know, it's, it's a little harder to pick up those good schedules this week, too.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, it's just teams that it's all it's all like really good teams playing bad teams. So it's just like anybody you're not gonna pick up any of the Braves. I mean, maybe Marcelo Zuna is available in some 12 teamers, but for the most part, uh almost all those Braves are, are rostered. Maybe some Orlando Arcia and some 12 teamers, but uh, for the most part, you're not you're not streaming Braves.
2: No, uh no, you're not. Maybe Arcia you know, Ar- Zuna's been on and off rosters this year. Uh I'm trying to think. That, that's about it. May, well, maybe you want to play the catcher game there a little bit. And Travis Darno is sometimes on, sometimes off.
1: Huge hit for the Cardinal right there, Jeff. Eddie Park, base hit with the bases loaded. Stanford leads 7-3. to three, and That makes you feel a little better going to the ninth after last night.
2: Our Cardinal. Um, Our Cardinal. Last night,
1: was, last night was so rough. Who are they playing? Uh, playing Texas. They were up three in the ninth last night. Walk, walk, error, hit, batsman, walk. Texas scored five runs with one hit.
2: Ugh. It was
1: And they brought the closer to you. like closer was in there. He's good. And it just boom, boom, boom. I was like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Our friend Paul Spore, who lives in Austin waiting with the hook and horns. Uh, hopefully it's uh, hopefully we have a game tomorrow. Paul will have a, we'll have a fun, uh, fun rubber match tomorrow, hopefully. So, yeah. um, but uh, let's, let's jump into fab um, Jeff. I'm going to let you go first. Cause we're going to talk about uh, a reds pitcher. Initially. Uh, I'm going to switch headphones. I'm gonna let you talk real quick, but uh, talk to everybody about, uh, about Andrew Abbott and what you did with him in fab today.
2: Um, uh- I put him behind A.J. smith uh, and thus I did not get him so far. I, I'm awaiting one set of leagues, uh, one set of uh, league fab to run. Scarf uh, to see if I got him there, perhaps, because I don't think I was going to have enough to get Ellie. Uh, we'll see about that. That just ran actually. So we'll be checking on that, checking in on that And momentarily. Uh, I mean, I like what I saw out of Abbott, but I think Smith-Sharver's got the higher ceiling, better team, better ballpark. That's why I, I, I preferred him uh, in the places where I had a chance to go after him there. But uh, looking at uh, the results, uh, you know, I, I did get Smith-Sharver in, in a couple of places, did not get uh, Abbott at all. So, uh, and in fact, that happened in scarf as well. So I'm happy, relatively happy with that. But uh, yeah, it, you know, the thing about Abbott too, is I just, I fear. Oh, that's not true. I did get him an online championships one, one place there. So that, that's a happy, happy accident there that I was pretty happy to get. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I, I think he's a, you know, I think he's solid. Uh, but I, I worry about balls and play in that ballpark. I wonder yeah. like once teams kind of get a book on him, you know, I had learned how to attack him a little bit more that there's going to be some regression, but I really like it. Like, you know, he didn't have a ton of Ks yesterday against the Cardinals. Whip wasn't great, but he had 5 5 plus shutout innings.
1: What did you end up playing for uh, for Smith Sharver? How did that how did that work out for you? I was curious. Uh, it seemed like the bids on him were all over the place. There was a lot of talk about the stuff wasn't there. He didn't look great the other night, but man, the results have been really good.
2: So, in the worst team ever drafted, I won on a, another super 59 to 59. I win all tiebreakers, Scott. I was gonna say I can't be you won
1: the tiebreaker there.
2: Yeah, I win every single tiebreaker, uh, and then in a, a 327 main event, I won them 59 to 56. Uh, and then of course in trilogy, I spent my money on, uh, on on Ellie, so I didn't get a chance. But in that one, uh, Smith Sharver went for 81 in scarf. I got Smith Sharver as well, so I am all in on Smith Sharver. Apparently, 111 to 45. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I should check the guide um, again. I'm. I apologize for the lack of perfect prep on this one here. Soccer tournament wins first.
1: Uh, yeah, I was to the point where I just didn't have enough money for either guy. I was in on both of them, but you know, I was, I was just too low. I was, you know, it was a spot where I won, I won Matt Mervis, I won Matt McClain in a couple of leagues. I run one, mm-hmm. one, one Royce Lewis once uh, last week. So I was just low on money, and I just need offense, which so just more of a, a team context for me. So I, uh, I was interested in both guys, but. I Just found myself, I mean, Abbott and Schmidt Sharver in our in our Vegas main, which is um according to Zach Waxman's uh, fab article is it the most active main in the entire contest, most bids made oh, yeah? in yeah the entire contest. It feels like that's two years in a row for me, but they went for 227 in both in both of mine. Ooh. So uh, with backups of in, in the 100s, too, backups of 144 and 124, the same team. Uh, got both guys so probably a team that had some money needed some pitching ellie de la cruz is not available in that league too so there was not that uh
2: so yeah they would naturally bump up goose the bids on the pitcher for sure you know
1: and not everybody's saving their money for that one big so you can can go big on other guys but yeah abbott went 227 uh smith chauver uh 227 i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right either i Uh, think
2: it is chauver but yeah did
1: you see did you have any Corey abbott ads in your league i had a I had a 78 Corey Abbott in one of my maids. It seemed like there was a I lot of a lot of Corey Abbott confusion this week.
2: I saw the tweets on that. Uh, I don't believe that's the case. Um, yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, don't see him in this one. That's fun to go go league by league and hear people hear me broadcast that. So I'll say no. So, I don't think so.
1: Paul Sporer, our friend, had a had a 166 Corey Abbott in his league. So that's. Uh, that is rough. I, I just don't. I, that's a weird one. Like I, I, we always get a couple of those. It just seems like there was a lot of them this week. This I'm not going like, to criticize
2: because I, I'll probably do it next. I've, um,
1: I've done. I bet on the wrong Brett. Ander- well, someone could argue the right Brett Anderson a few years ago. Oh so, no. So, so yeah, it's bad enough. Yeah, I was actually I was down to betting on Brett Anderson. I picked up like I think he was a shortstop in the Rangers organization. Maybe he was like in double layers. It was something absurd. Uh, but uh, it happens. I always like triple check now. I had one a couple weeks ago where I had the same drop in same guy dropped in two different sets of bits so i do uh hmm. i do make mistakes too so i do i'm pointing it out but it's more just it's more as the fact of how many different times it happened i was surprised that it wasn't a kind of a one-off thing
2: yeah, kind of a reflection of how big this has gotten though too that there's 53 main event leagues um and yeah. countless more like order of magnitude more uh online championship leagues where you've got more more chances for errors
1: he also went in the barf league too so it extended past the main event it was uh I guess it's just Abbott's such an uncommon name. People were doing it, but uh, what uh, what were you looking at after those two guys? Those were, those guys were obviously the two people everybody wanted to bid on. Uh, I didn't find a lot of things of interest there uh, outside of that. There were some interesting ones, but you know, it's all kind of like maybe available in one or two leagues, but not many of them. I had a Jamison tie on and available in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I went after uh, I went after Michael Grove uh, with the Dodgers. I thought he looked better in his last start. Uh, Brian, yeah. Brian Wu, after the really rough start last week, uh, was, was only rostered in 77, 77%, 77% of mains and 19% of 12 teamers. Uh, what else would you do besides, uh, besides uh, Abbott and Smith Chauver in, in, in pitching?
2: I did get a Jake Bowers in there in one league where I needed a first base eligible guy. In, uh in one league, as just, I had like crone and then someone else went down. Uh, I, I, I did get proud owner Trevor May in one league. Yay. Um,
1: I Mean he uh, had he had two saves last week and the A's aren't gonna win a lot of games, but it seems like they really want him to be. I think they want him to be the guy so they can trade him, to be honest with you. But um today was rough. I felt like he got squeezed today. There were he was really upset at the umpires when we walked up the field. So maybe uh that went a little bit sideways. Did you were are you in on any Yanni Chirinos in, in Tampa? Got at, as a matter of fact,
2: fact, yes. Uh we at, did at know.
1: Oakland at uh, at the at the Padres.
2: Yeah. Uh linked is a question. Uh, but yeah, uh was in on him. I
1: wasn't and then I looked and I was like, he's actually been really good. I know that you say length, you're right, but I mean he's been more than five start, five innings, three of the last four starts, hasn't given up more than three runs at any point of it in his uh in his starts. Maybe they go with an opener, so the length becomes a little bit less important. You know, if you get yep. someone get to throw the first inning, still you enough to throw five to get that win. Obviously pitching for a really good team. They'll be favored against the A's, probably about even with the Potters have to look to see who's pitching in that game, but uh, I think he was kind of, a, kind of a sneakier ass, especially in the 12 teams where he was not very rostered so far.
2: Yeah, uh, agreed.
1: Someone in the chat asked how you feel about the two start uh, Red Sox stars this week, uh, Tanner Houck and Cutter Crawford. Uh, we talked a little bit about Cutter Crawford last week. Uh, our guest, Brian Slack, was very in on him. Uh, made me look at him a little bit, and he's been really good aside from that early start where he got absolutely blown up. Uh, yeah. He's been good. I, I really like the spec on, on Crawford. If he was available in your league, I, I like that as an adverse for sure.
2: Yeah, I've got Hulk for one, uh, this week, uh, against uh, the Yanks. So uh, that that doesn't thrill me. Um, but yeah, yeah,
1: you're yeah you're right. It's only it's only Hulk for one. It's it's and I think actually it might be Crawford for one too. I think Paxton might get the uh, we'll get the two step against Colorado and Agreed. New York. Um, so I go Crawford for one against the Rockies in in Fenway. I would definitely throw that. Um, Hulk against the Yankees really depends on how deep your league is, how good your team is. That's a, that's a that's a fringy on the fence start for me right there
2: yeah it is um it is so yeah i'm not i'm not thrilled
1: yeah i'm sorry i read it wrong someone asked about the two red sox stars not the two start red sox starters there gotcha did you do anything else with any uh, jameson tyon has been horrible but he was available about half the 12 teamers uh luke weaver uh (laughs) kind of i wouldn't i wouldn't
2: roster luke weaver on john fisher's roster
1: (laughs) that is low right there
2: yeah uh no i mean it, there, it, there's sure okay there's a possibility of strikeouts and you do get a royal start but that Houston start even without Jordan I, yeah. I wouldn't I I, no I to. was mildly interested when I saw the KC and I saw the second half of that and I thought the
1: same thing I'm like I oh, know Alvarez but he's talking about a guy who's prone to blow ups and that is whew, boy is that Luke Weaver
2: uh you can prove me wrong on that one that's fine
1: yeah I think that's I think that's a fair way to put it too um what about relievers uh, you mentioned Trevor May ugly on Sunday we talked we talked about Scott McGuff um, what the heck is one doing in this, in this Royals in this Rockies bullpen right now? Uh, we got uh, Justin Lawrence last week. We talked about ninety four percent roster in the main event, only forty six in the twelve. He got the win today. Uh, gave up a run in the ninth, but then the Rockies hit the home run. Then they had a long rain, or not a long day, but a decent sized rain delay. Hit another home run, so he got the win. Uh, what would you do with closes this week? Cause I found it really difficult to find anything to help with saves this week.
2: I mean, we did get may in the league, so I'm not, I'm not thrilled about it. I, I, I talked to you. She, and I debated him. I talked him to a lower amount, at least we still want him. And seven,
1: uh, seven home games, right? You got to throw him this week too. Yeah,
2: we bet. Yeah, we have to. McGuffey, like, you made a pretty good case for him. Um, and Lawrence, I mean, the thing is, yeah, he pitched the night today, but he pitched like the seventh and then they had him try to go the eighth and it didn't work out earlier in the week. Yep. It's just Rocky, rockying. Um So and they
1: had, they had the quote when they took Pierce Johnson, you know, officially out of the job. And he mentioned, he mentioned bird. He mentioned Lawrence. He mentioned Daniel Barr. Like, it just seems like there's someone would have to really, really prove it and then take the job to take it. I just, I think it's going to be kind of just a muddled mess for a while here.
2: No one's ever gotten gone broke fading Rockies pitchers.
1: That's a, that's a pretty good way to put it. It kind of sums it up. Is there any other relievers that you kind of like, uh, in Chicago, uh, did you do anything there? Obviously, Liam Hendricks unfortunately went in the aisle with his right elbow inflammation. Bummer to see that. Probably not too surprising considering you know the ramp up and you know he started pitching hard and it was just a, it was a tough ask right there. Uh, Kendall Graveman was bad today. I think he had an error that kind of messed him up, but he uh, he got smoked today. Do you like anybody in that White Sox bullpen with Hendricks uh, out for a while?
2: I say Graveman the most, but yeah, um, it's okay. When you said Chicago, I thought you were going to ask me about Alzale. Uh, but then I looked and Alzale was like. Ninety-four percent roster in the main event yeah. or something like that, and he was available in like I think one of my online. and that that's about the only place he was available. So, um, but yeah, Cubs pen is actually more interesting to me than the White Sox pen at this point in time. I like Alzolay.
1: Yeah, I do. I like Alzolay too. It's interesting you mentioned um, drops and percentages. I think this is the week so far. Usually, I go and I click on free agents right after Fab runs to see what guy wh- who got dropped of guys that were a hundred percent or around there uh, for the prior week. It hasn't quite updated yet with the new percentages. This is the week I've never – I've never seen this many guys at 100% that were dropped. I had like two different leagues where at least six guys got dropped that were 100% rostered going into this week. Wow. I mean, you got DeGrom in there, obviously. But sure. you got like – Akil Badu was in there in some leagues and he got hurt too. Um, Casey Schmidt got dropped to the place. He's kind of losing some playing time. It's It was wild how many guys – Charlie Blackman got dropped because he went on the aisle oh, He's long-term too, yeah. Corey Polanco, Chris Sale got dropped. He was put in the 60 day aisle. There's a lot of teams dropping guys that were previously like slam dunk roster spots.
2: Brutal luck on Chris Sale, too. Yeah. Just ugh. He was starting, he was pitching really
1: that. well, like his last five or six starts. It was that one sucks. And they put him on the 60 day aisle today. And I I don't blame anybody for dropping him.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a shoulder and it's 60 days. I mean, minimum. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Polanco, this is what his third trip to the IL. And they said it was, said it was more
1: more severe than last time, too, yep. which is like it's just clearly not getting right. I mean, it wouldn't be shocking to see him out three or four weeks.
2: Sometimes you see the word moderate and you think it's oh that's a lessening term. No, yeah. that's actually uh that's an increase in severity. And it's just the third time. I mean, that's just yeah, it's a problem.
1: Yeah, I was uh it was just a surprise. It was one of those weeks where just a lot of a lot of fairly uh you guys that rushed a lot of teams got hurt. So but uh Let's talk about offense in in Fab this week. But first, a note from our, our sponsors at, uh, at Batflip. The team shuffling, Batflip is the team shuffling baseball card game, which is a gamer's love letter to baseball. Step into the role of manager, build your team, shuffle up, and deploy it all in an action packed three inning game. Each of the 140 player cards is unique with its own special stats and abilities. Each team has its own powers and strategy. Flex your financial muscles as the New York money bags, bunt and steer your way to victories as the Sioux City small ballers, or deliver takeout slides and head-hunting pitches as the Detroit dirtbags. 12 teams in all, Batflip was designed by avid fantasy baseball players and made its pre-release debut at First Pitch Arizona 2021. It's been played by the likes of Ron Chandler, Eno Saras, Ray Murphy, and Phil Goyette. Did you grow up collecting baseball cards? Do you collect them now? Then Batflip is for you. Do you like collectible card games like Magic the Gathering or the Pokemon card game? Do you like online card games like Hearthstone or Marvel Snap? Then Batflip is for you. Batflip features fast-paced strategic card play and endless replayability. Utilize your best players and special abilities for the most pivotal moments, and then when the time is just right, swing for the fences and flip that bat. Order a copy now at batflipgame.com. That's batflipgame.com. Also, a few uh, notes from our sponsor, the Blue Wire Network.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all
4: So Jeff, uh, hitting
1: was interesting this week. It was obviously Ellie Dela Cruz, and then everybody else. Uh, we talked about uh, we talked about Dela Cruz a bunch at the top. Um, is there anybody that I have a, a lot of names I was interested in this week? Nobody I was like had to get um, the guy that I kind of liked. addition is Kerry Carpenter in Detroit. Um, you know, I need I need home runs in a lot of leagues. I need mm-hmm. power uh, with Akil Badu out. You know, he kind of slides into playing time. He's a lefty. I think they get six righties this week in Detroit. He was twenty six percent roster in the main event. I uh, I underestimated the uh, the interest in in Carpenter. Maybe uh, maybe a lot of people need home runs. I was in kind of in the I think it was like the seventeen to twenty range. He went for he went for a high twenties in my leagues, and I missed out on him. But I think that's a uh, I think it's a nice ad for a guy who showed a lot of pop last year.
2: Yeah, I think it's like if you didn't get Ellie, like what else is there to bid on? And Julian, yeah. I guess, was available in some mains. Yep. Um, because you know maybe recently dropped as you you and 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 fairly so. Noda was available in one of mine. Um, I could have, I could have gone after him. I suppose because he's actually playing pretty well. But uh, I mean, it's hard to find good, good players there. I mean, I think there is a certain amount of desperation to find a good bat at this point in time. Your guy Brent Rooker was also picked up in one of my mains too.
1: How much did he go for? Because he was available in one of mines too, and I got outbid there too.
2: Yeah, he went for uh, he went thirty to thirteen.
1: The, the, the issue now is, I mean, he obviously was really hot and cold and then got a little bit hot this week, but is the playing time. He actually sat a couple times this week. They're playing a lot of platoon stuff. They're playing JJ bill against, against righties. And I think if Rooker, you know, gets a little bit hot here, they're going to have to play him, but the playing time is an issue unless he uh, gets going a little bit.
2: Yeah. I think that's right. Um, Spore got, uh, uh Carpenter 16 to 15. So I, I
1: would have liked to be there. Cause I think I was in 17 to 20. I would have, I would have won him nicely there. And it would, uh, I, I just, I need a power bat. That would have been really nice, but I'm not, it wasn't the point where I was just spending 30 on him. So I just, uh, it was uh, I wish I got him. I hope I was hoping to slide him through a little better.
2: Yeah. Understandable.
1: Good, uh, good win for the Cardinal right there. So I can fully focus, uh, Quinn Matthews. I think he had 14 or 15 strikeouts in this game. He had 13 earlier. Uh, Is that good? Complete, uh, complete game for Stanford who really needed it after, after last night. And now you got a fresh bullpen tomorrow, so it should be good. Uh, Paul Spora, looking forward to the rubber match tomorrow. Uh, what did you do with uh, with Edward Julien? Um, he was uh, he was about half roster in the main event, forty nine percent. Seems like maybe the run might be a little bit longer this time. We talked about Polanco a second ago. Um, obviously, someone that uh, you know has some speed, has some power, was really good in the minors last year, was pretty hyped earlier this year coming out of coming out spring training. Maybe now he gets a little bit of a, a runway here.
2: He should. Um, you know, the thing though with Royce Lewis up. I I think it's a little different of a circumstance because I think Julian will have to split with Kyle Farmer. Uh, Did bat lead off on Sunday. You got to like that. Uh, But, you know, I mean, the twins, it's so hard to keep track of who's healthy, who's playing. I mean, they've just had so many successive injuries. You think you've got a handle on it and they lose another guy.
1: Yeah, it's uh, – the Roy- Royce Lewis thing yesterday was brutal, by the way. He's now at nine games at third base, and I can't play him at shortstop or at middle uh, just based on who I have. So I was really hoping for that uh, that ninth game. Hip sitting yesterday was brutal.
2: Yeah, it, it was. I, uh, uh, I I undersold Quinn
1: Matthews. I'm sorry, he had 16 strikeouts for Stanford, but it threw 156 pitches. That's insane. <laughs>
2: that's insane. And by the he, way – Matthews they, is a guy that's going to get – was, he was power, a big was, prospect, right? He was
1: Pac-12 pitcher of the year. I don't know, like his full so That would be a yes. Degree, yeah. He, I don't, and I don't think he was much of a prospect last year, but I think he pitched really well this year. But you're up eight to three, like take him out in the
2: ninth. That's well, it's because they collapsed yesterday. That I know,
1: but if it's two one, like, and the guy really wants to go, like, I still have a problem with it. But like, uh, all right, maybe it's okay. a tribute
2: to Augie Garrido, you know, the former uh, rain, uh, Texas uh, manager there who used to just routinely just torch arms for Texas.
1: And like, props to the player, but like, no player wants to come out at this point, right? Like, nobody's gonna be like, oh, take me out of the game. Right. Uh, up eight three. Up eight three. I, I gotta yank the pitcher. But uh what else you do uh fab wise? Because I, I feel like offense is uh, tough to find. Uh how do you feel about Tommy Pham in New York? He is playing a lot right now with uh, with Pete Alonso out, just kinda obviously not playing first base, but just opened up a spot there where they can they can kind of move stuff around. Um hitting the ball hard, Jeff. 52% hard hit rate right now, 12% barrel rate, uh, six home runs, six steals. I know the average is not great at two forty-five, but the babs a little low. I kind of feel like we might be getting old school Tommy fam a little bit here. Not quite, you know. I'm not talking 2025, 20, but uh, maybe a little bit of pop, a little bit of speed, and hitting the ball as as hard as he has in, in his career.
2: Yeah, um, I'll be honest. Uh, I I just kind of discounted him because of playing time, but I mean, he's started four games in a row now. Yeah. Um, despite the streak, though, he's hitting 245 with a 328 on base. Eh, I mean, six and six homers and steals. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I can see it.
1: I think um, I'm riding, riding hot hand, riding playing time, riding a team that needs a lot of help right now. Anybody yeah. that's hot's gonna play. They're just they're looking for anything. Um, I think that uh, the problem is he's got five games this week. So you got to sit in the first half of the week, which really sucks. But then they do get the Cardinals the second half, so I'll play him there. Uh, but I was interested in there. In the 12-teamers, there were some interesting ones. Uh, Jesus Sanchez is only 52% rostered there. He's hitting cleanup against righties. Uh, yeah. Nolan Jones in Colorado, who had oh. a long run to win the game today, he's only 63% rostered in, in, in 12-teamers. So that was an interesting one, too. He's, uh, he's coming on, He was actually available in one of my mains. He was 98% rostered. Uh, I think I had the one main who was available. He went for 180 in that league. Wow. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was just one and they're going to the road, but uh, he's, uh, he's playing. I don't trust the Rockies fully, but it seems like um, it seems like they're, they're, they got to play him right now.
2: They do. I mean, it's just, you know, that was a monster shot today. I think the longest walk-off Homer ever, I think I saw a headline on that.
1: Yeah, another guy I like that's playing – when you talk about playing time right now is Emmanuel Rivera in Arizona. He's uh, third base eligible there. Another guy that's just hitting the ball hard. I think he's started seven or eight straight games, but 52% 52%, uh, hard hit rate. Uh, Has not translated yet to home runs or stolen bases, only one of each. But just someone that doesn't strike out a lot, hitting the ball hard. Um, If you're in a deeper league, I think a playing time play and third base has been a tough spot to find guys this year.
2: Weird that he didn't start today with a lefty on the mound because he's yeah, been he, batting third against lefty.
1: Yeah, he'd been playing so much, and all of a sudden he was out. It was maybe just a day off. Maybe he played so many games in a row that they just kind of figured it was time. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'll say this though. I mean, for all that hard hit, he has one homer. Um, yeah. I don't know. He doesn't run. He's a third baseman. I wouldn't expect him to run, but nonetheless, yeah. I mean, you got to If if the batting average doesn't continue and it's not, what does he give? What does he do?
1: Yeah. You have to hope that the home runs come a little bit with the hard contact, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's hard to find guys. Um, what do, what do you, what do you do with, with Jordan Alvarez out for a while now? It sounds like he's going to be out past the 10 days. Uh, Dusty Baker said today, you know, it's going to be a week before we even know how long he's gonna be out for, which is not a great quote when you are, when you're talking, you know, talking, if you, if you have uh, Alvarez in the team, but Mauricio Dubon seems to be the guy that they're going to play. Uh, Corey Jolks cause playing a little bit. Um, Yainer Diaz, who's catcher eligible, is playing a little bit, DH2. Did you do Mm -hmm. anything with these Houston guys in terms of finding someone that uh, finding someone to maybe play a bunch for Alvarez? You kind of think it's going to be just a bunch of guys kind of taking that spot.
2: I think it's just going to be a bunch of guys. I mean, how do you replace him? I mean, uh, yeah, we had a question in the forum earlier. Uh, We'll see if I can find it here. Uh, Pull it up. But uh, Abreu is, you know, was available in a 12 team or someone had dropped. Here we go. Steve Waters is saying this. Um, he had a couple two, homers this past week
1: Two home run weekend. Yeah.
2: Power surge. Um, yeah, I mean, you could do worse. I mean, you could barely, uh, but you could, <laughs> oh, I did, uh, in one league where I just, I had to find a first base. Well, that was in a 15 out of 12. So a little harder to find. That's where I got Jake Bowers, but I'm kind of counting on like. I mean, Judge is coming back pretty soon. We think. We don't know for sure, but
1: I feel like nobody really knows. It sounds like it's feeling better, but I mean, it doesn't seem like super imminent to be back.
2: Yeah, Corey Jolks was mentioned by Steve. Also, uh, Jolks is already going to play, I think. But yes, this maybe stabilizes that playing time a little bit there.
1: Four stolen bases the last seven days too. I mean, that's uh, that's a, the guy that if you need some speed, he had twenty two bags uh, last year in AAA for the for the Astros and thirty one bombs. Like you look at his minor league line. You're like, holy hell, this guy's good. 31-22 is massive. and He's already at uh, he's already at five home runs and 10 stolen bases for the Astros so far this year and 170 plate appearances. That's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, strikes out a bunch. Not a ton of hard contact, but a, a speed-power combo guy that if he gets the at-bats, I've picked him up and dropped him like two or three times already this year. I just, it's yeah. a matter of getting at-bats, and it's been frustrating that it hasn't happened. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, let's see anything with any of the other bats here. We had Jace Peterson with the A's, had a five hit game. Uh, Lucan Baker in in St. Louis, Dylan Carlson's back off the IL. Did you anything with any of these uh, any of these Cardinal bats? Or I did nothing with Jace Peterson, I'm not buying on that one. But uh, anybody, any other bats? It seems like it was uh, after Ellie, it was like just kind of depending on who's available in your league, but it, there wasn't a ton available there.
2: I'm kind of in that I'm not going to fall for that banana in the tailpipe routine uh, with uh, that uh, the, those guys there, especially Dylan yeah. Carlson. I mean, it just he, I, mean, I, I just don't, cons- I don't and it's maybe not even a doubt in his skills. It's just the Cardinals. I mean, just trying to sort through all the playing time issues there.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got Alec Burleson there too. Like, there's just a lot of guys in the outfield, and none of them have been. None of them are really great. I mean, even Tommy Edmund, you know, moves in and out and around, but it just mm-hmm. it seems like you know after Goldschmidt, and Arenado, it's just a lot of just stuff there. Exactly. And, you know, some of, it, uh, some of it's interesting. I mean, uh, Brendan Donovan and obviously Nolan Gorman's been really good. Uh, cooled out a little bit, but been really good overall in the year. But they're just – it's kind of a weird lineup. You know, Jordan Walker's back now too, and he, he had some hard-hit balls this week, looking a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, aside from, you know, Goldschmidt, Arenado, Wilson Contreras, obviously plays a ton – uh, seems like a lot of mixing and matching, and none of it's overly exciting.
2: I think Edmund's a play. Uh, I mean, he's gonna he's slump prone, but I think he's he mostly plays every day, I think. But uh, yeah, uh, he gets stolen bases, and that's obviously you know, th- those are worth more now.
1: And even him, even in Edmund's hit 245 right now, like it's yeah. just I mean, he does have nine steals and six homers, so he's helped you a little bit there. But 21 yeah. RBIs and hit 245, um, he's been he's been fairly middling, also.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, let's see. What about I, I mentioned? We mentioned Yanner Jan, Diaz in Houston. The other catcher that was kind of interesting this week is Miguel Amaya in uh, in Chicago, playing a little bit, playing some days when he's not catching when when Yan Gomes plays. Um, I don't know a little bit of a little bit of batting average last year in 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 Double A, pretty good batting average so far this year. I I didn't get too excited, but maybe if you need a uh, need some non zeros a catcher, I thought he was okay.
2: Yeah, he is, but they ca- they carry three catchers. That's the thing I don't like.
1: Uh, that's that's true too. Yeah, it's just it's every time I'm like, oh, I'm gonna replace one of my catchers, it'd be great. I just look and I'm like, no, nope, not replacing any of my catcher. It's not gonna be great.
2: Yeah, I think I got I got Thice in one league where I was trying to replace catchers. And had, that that's worked out okay. And
1: pretty solid. He had three RBIs today. Every time I look, I like do I need to get rid of him? He has a good game, so I just he's playing enough. He's hitting the ball pretty well. Um, I, I've been sticking with him too.
2: Yeah, I think uh, in that league, the guy I dropped was uh, Nick Fortez, who's actually been better lately too. Uh, in fairness, but, but... Def- definition
1: of blah right there though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Question the tat, Jeff, uh, Lamont Wade or Jose Abreu this week. Someone, uh, lost Pete Alonzo. It's oh. a tough one. Cause, uh, cause Wade gets two lefties to start the week. He's been playing a little more against them, but for, you know, does sit a lot against them. I like, uh, it's going to be a cop out. I, I like Abreu the first half of the week. <laughs> I like Wade in the second half of the week, but if I had to pick one guy for the week, um, I probably, I probably go Abreu. He gets Washington six home games against Washington, and Cincinnati. Uh, I'm gonna take Jose Abreu this week over
2: Wade. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see because with the with the Giants, there's always platoon issues. Always. And he has they, two,
1: two lefties to start two, the week, and then three righties to close the week.
2: Yeah. So yeah, first half of the week, if you got an, M- an FBC style yeah. league, you can you can sit Wade the first until the the weekend. Cause, and then i mean even then it's against the dodgers there after that in, in dodger stadium you get miller stone and gonsolin huh? could be that's a worse setup but they're, they're, i mean you i mean you could find a worse setup i should i should say but at the same time yeah it's all right
1: after all the uh after all the big uh starting pitcher ads we've had over the course of the year and the back and forth and a lot of talk about them it looks like uh looks like Bobber, M- bobby miller and tanner bybee are probably the two winners here yeah
2: that things change quickly. I'd say the hey, biggest winner is Francisco Alvarez earlier in the year.
1: Oh yeah, if you want to go, if you want to go offense, man, I I had him available in the league uh, about a month ago, and I lost it. I think forty three to thirty eight. That one's hurt. Oh. That's a, that is a massive find a catcher. He's got twelve home runs now. Uh, finally playing most days, but man, you got those catchers. Those home runs at catcher, it's just like it's just free money.
2: Batting second too. Yeah. I'd say the other winner is Logan Allen too. Three, Logan Allen's three, been 331 yeah. and he's still in the rotation too. So uh
1: I just I just watched Bobby Miller though, and man, the stuff is nasty. I went we didn't talk yeah. last week, but I went to the Dodger game and sat pretty close last week on right. Sunday. And man, he goes he goes like 99 a little bit up elevated, and then he throws a slider at 91, 89, 90. And you're just like you don't want you wonder how anybody in the majors ever gets a hit, first of all. But like mm-hmm. you see that it's just you see guys, you know, see really good hitters flailing. I mean, he had Stanton guessing on some stuff, it was like, wasn't even close, and he just and he—it's weird, but like the way he walks off the mound, he just he just carries himself. Like he knows he's good. He just seems like a badass out there. He just—I think he just has everything. Obviously, who knows with young guys and staying healthy? But man, he looks awesome. Mate.
2: Yeah, shut down the Phillies on Saturday, and three out of his four starts, he's gone six. You like seeing yep. that? They—they they let him through 104 pitches uh, yesterday too. Uh, help save the bullpen a little bit. That's huge, um, especially for the Dodgers. Dodgers, you know, they've been struggling to get uh, uh, you know s- some help. You know, they're—they're. They're, they they had the bullpen day to day. They're off to they're off on Monday. Uh, they're off like every Monday in June, I think. They all, and so they have six this week coming up at home, and then they go. They sneakily have a five game week the following week too. So they, they can kind of write out the Urias absence now a little bit easier.
1: Yeah, I got the feeling that the, that schedule kind of helped them decide that they can they can go ease on him, and they didn't really have to have to go real hard on him, and they can exactly. kinda kinda play that out a little bit. Uh, real quick before we jump out of here, some news and notes. We mentioned Liam Hendricks. We mentioned Jorge Polanco. We mentioned Jordan Alvarez. Uh, Charlie Blackman, we mentioned a second, but uh, 10 day out with a fractured right hand. Sounds like he's out four to six weeks. I mm-hmm. mean, he's Charlie Blackman, and then you want to play him for home games, but he's got five home runs and no stolen base. I think it's a pretty easy drop across the board in any size
2: league. I'd agree. Yeah.
1: Uh, Eloy Jimenez is the, 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 continuing his uh, reign as the most frustrating player in fantasy most <sighs> years. Uh, he missed the entire weekend with calf soreness. It sounds like they are hoping to, to avoid an aisle situation with him, but now he's missed. I think it's four games, maybe three or four games. It's close to the point where you got to figure, you got to pick him up, stick him in the outfits and play the next couple of days.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm stuck in that situation. Cause I'm a big dumb idiot and took him in a few leagues. So uh, yeah. And, oh, this is, he's fine now. What are you thinking? And then, been punished by that duly. I mean the appendectomy you can't blame them on, but the other stuff it's just like And of course
1: they don't they they don't play tomorrow. So if you're waiting on a lapse you have to hope that someone else doesn't play tomorrow. So he just makes it seems like he always makes stuff. They're facing the Dodgers in front of the week gonsolin Kershaw and Grove. Like maybe it's worth just sitting I mean gonsolin Grove don't scare you that much, but Kershaw's obviously pitching well. Right. Um I don't know. That's tough. Uh two homers on
2: our bench guaranteed.
1: Oh, it's just a lock. So, yeah, if he's, I'm hoping I have somebody else available Tuesday that I am willing to sit for him. So, that's my hope there. Uh, Trevor Rogers had a weird one. He was supposed to make a rehab uh, outing. And the same day as Yuri Perez is pitching the majors, there's a lot of talk that they were going to swap them when Rodgers is ready just to kind of save some you – know, massage some of Yuri Perez's innings. Rodgers uh, had his, his start scratch. He missed, his, missed with a, a non-throwing shoulder discomfort. So it was in his right shoulder, which was very strange. Um, I don't know what he did. Maybe he slept on it wrong. Maybe he did something working out. But uh, sounds like he's going to make, uh, make, make, make his rehab start next week. But uh, how do you feel about Yuri Perez? It seems like they're going to do something to massage his innings here pretty quick.
2: Probably uh, I was just pulling him up because you know, when you started mentioning him, I mean, he's going five innings every time yeah. he doesn't go more than five. He hasn't thrown more than 88 pitches. So they're, I, think, I like, feel like 90 is a hard cap for them.
1: And he's at like 60 innings and he threw like 77 last year. So it seems like they want to, I mean, they're in the mix right now. They're playing really well. They yeah. are, they're three and a half behind the Braves. I feel like they want him for late in the year if they're going to do that they're going to have to set him down and just have him chill for a month or so.
2: But here's the thing, you do that and then there's can no you late in the year to play up? for. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, or, can you ramp him back or up? Or can yeah. you ramp
1: him back up? I mean, that's not it's not easy to just chill and kind of, you know, have him throw some bullpens or, or throw some, you know, innings out of the bullpen, but can you ramp him back up and be a starter and his how, how is that in his arm? There's a lot of factors in this. Thing.
2: So I think this extends his leash for a little while. Um not link within it in an individual start, but it has him start a few more games um i mean they're they're plus three on the brewers for the last i mean they're the five seed right now the brewers are the last wild card right now um and then um and the pirates are in the playoffs by the way uh right now pirates are are leading the central yes they are they they got the
1: best record in either central
2: yes (laughs) that's true it's true and then like you know there's the giants the phillies and the padres i mean you keep on waiting for these other teams to make runs but
1: Yeah, we just kind of assume the Brewers and Cardinals are going to make some run, but man, I don't know. It's getting, it's getting to the, the midpoint of the season. It ain't happening at the moment. But, uh, question the chat, Jeff uh, Matt McClain or Jeremy Pena this week? Uh, I assume that'll be a, a full weekly league, by the way, it was asked. Uh, the Reds get three home against Colorado, three home against Atlanta. So they're home all week, but obviously the Atlanta section is tough. Uh, Smith, Shaver, Strider, and Charlie Morton. The, uh, the Astros and Jeremy Pena get three against the Mets. They do get, uh, Verlander, McGill and Kodai Senga in there. I don't think the Reds
2: get, uh, I think the Reds are at the Royals and then at the Astros, aren't they?
1: Well, not if you read the schedule for the following week. Uh, <laughs> my apologies. A three at the Royals. Uh, I, I flipped it so I could look at two weeks, too. And I just, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's so three
1: at the Royals, three at Houston. Uh, so they're on the road this week. The Royals are obviously really nice. Houston will be tougher. Uh, although they get France, Belak, and then Hunter Brown in the back half. Sorry, the Astros are uh, home against Washington, home against the city. I got to go Jeremy Payne this week. I love Matt McClain. You know I love Matt McClain and our Reds, but I think I go Jeremy Payne this week.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm divided here. I mean, when they face our Reds, they face Abbott and Green, uh, and then Luke Weaver. Uh, so there's a payoff there. But, right. uh Yeah.
1: Washington they get they get Corbin, Mackenzie Gore, and Josiah Gray. And I uh, I like I like Houston's chances there. I, I'm going Pena. Uh, okay. no uh, no disrespect to Matt McClain, who I love. You know I love, but I, I gotta go Pena this week.
2: I think it's 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 like a fifty-fifty call yeah. for me.
1: I think it's close to it, but you know, I want to take a stand, and make a call there. Yes. Um you mentioned Have a take. Julio. stink. Yeah. Julio Urias uh, still needs two bullpen sessions and a rehab start. We're probably looking at two weeks still on Urias. Uh, there was those talking was, talk was going to pitch today too, which is pretty wild. But uh, he's uh, probably looking at a couple weeks on him. Uh, Tyler O'Neill's been a strange story most of the year. Um, you know, had the issue with the not running, uh, not running out the plate to home because um, scoring on, on, a, on, a, on a hit, and then uh, finally said Sunday, he's, he's seen the light. Jeff, he hopes to get into baseball activities this week. Um, I don't know. What it's been weird. Does that even mean? I don't know. He's not, he gets he saw the light at the end of the tunnel. So he seems like finally oh, like, oh, okay. Like like, that, yeah, not, okay. Like, su- right. not like not like subtle light in a religious way. I See <laughs> the light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he said they finally like maybe turn a corner a little bit here. But starting to get into baseball activities, we're still talking a, a few weeks on that, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm reading up a little bit more. How he had two injections and then had yeah. to have then go core strengthening work and all that. I mean, then, just... they, then they couldn't even
1: figure out what was wrong with him at some point. Is the whole thing's been strange and he wasn't good when he was playing anyway. I just, I don't know. He was available in one of my main events actually, which uh, you know was a little surprising. He's like 80% roster there. Um, I didn't even bet on him. I just I couldn't take it on. It wasn't someone that I wanted to stash.
2: I think he homered on opening day and has had one homer since. Um, wow! In Colorado uh so there you go thanks ollie
1: <laughs> good old good old ollie i'm looking i blame see, him uh, for the
2: lack of player performance but yeah
1: he did uh he did get picked up in my league i was trying to see how much he got picked up for him, but i didn't see it right off the bat but uh he uh yeah it's been it's been a weird season there uh nick senzel also on our red starting as far as we have on sunday sounds like he's gonna be back uh early this week uh will myers could return next weekend we're about to see a log jam in cincinnati aren't we
2: you know, send Ellie down. Oh, I can't even joke about that. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Senzel's injury. Why, is what, we, why what, would you say that out loud? It was Senzel's injury that started this whole chain of events. Um, and, you know, and, and it's funny. Encarnacion Strand didn't play today for Triple A Louisville. Yeah. Some people were getting excited. Like, oh, there is another. Uh, but no, not yet. He got the
1: O'Neill. Just I was looking. He got picked up for eight bucks in my main event. So he did get picked up, but clearly the interest was not huge. If there. you can
2: stash, I mean, it's not a bad idea. No. Yeah i talking just about a guy that was drafted what fifth, sixth round.
1: Yeah, he just uh, I couldn't I couldn't afford the stash. I still think it's three weeks away, but uh, I don't think it's a it's a bad. I mean, if he comes back and he's hurt again, you just drop him. It's pretty easy, but you could get uh, you could get a pretty good uh, windfall there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens with Sinzel when he comes back? Is he playing as much as he was? Do you think it's a little a uh, little too crowded there? What what happens there? Because they got a lot of guys playing well right now.
2: Yeah, but I mean, is Stewart Fairchild going to stand in the way of this? I mean, uh, keep in I mind Fraley's on, Fraley's on the IL. Yeah, Stewart Fairchild's not doing anything special. He's got seven stolen bases. TJ Hopkins has been playing a lot for this team. Um, yeah, there, there's there's room in the end. So Senzel just
1: probably plays center field and most or days left, left. Yeah.
2: probably left and Friedel in center center. Yeah.
1: Friedel and Sennel, I like that. Um, Anybody else you want to talk about? I had Andres Jimenez on here. He left early on Sunday. He's expected to play Tuesday. Not a big note there. Uh, Carlos Rodon. uh, Aaron Boone was asked about him during the Sunday night game and said that he's going to throw a. He threw today and he's throwing a live BP on Thursday. Then a maybe one more of those. Then a couple rehab starts. It sounds like we're maybe making some progress for the first time in Rodon, but still probably a month away from him pitching for the Yankees if everything goes right.
2: God, it's just you know the the optimism on him when he got first went hurt like oh yeah. it could be just a couple of weeks i mean yeah. just devastating you don't you did not even get one start that's the thing that's really frustrating about that uh yankees really need him though i mean ne- nasty Nestor is hurt and he's like yeah. shut down for 15 from throwing it all for 15 days still in the midst of that which means which means a month to six weeks right You're I mean, after the, time he, the all-star break yeah, yeah
1: by the time he ramps back up and they uh they, every they keep throwing out lineups I mean Billy mcKinney's playing for them right now I mean it's just it's it's crazy and they're 10 games over 500 they're still finding ways to win games their bullpen is still you know Holmes King Peralta Maronacci are still really good they got Tommy Canley now but yeah uh, armand has been really good since he came back off the suspension too he's I think he has three really good starts but Clark Schmidt was good again tonight so the guys they have are pitching well but they they have no depth right now
2: yeah. Uh, but and yet they're still nine games over five hundred yep. without with Judge hurting right now too. Now, yep. they are nine and a half games behind the race, though. That's amazing to me.
1: Yeah. That's that's a good point. Um, do you think there's a chance that uh, Volpe goes down for Peraza here pretty quick?
2: I don't know about pretty quick, but I mean, there's a chance, right? Um, there has to be a chance. I'm, I'm trying to look up what Peraza's been doing lately. I haven't really. Yeah,
1: he, he had nine homers in 13 games, but then I, I think he cooled off a little bit this week. But he's been he's been raking down there.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing is, I, I like that the, the you know the Yankees have been giving Volpe that rope, uh, you know, because it, it's it's rare to see you know a team like the Yankees, a win now team, do that. But then again, Volpe is a kind of a special prospect worst, too.
1: Worst OBP in the entire major leagues.
2: Wow, and he—you know—dead,
1: dead last.
2: Which is weird because he's walked 22 times. He's just is—he's hitting 187. Yeah, his out he has got the third
1: worst among qualified players. He has the third worst average. I'm looking right now. He's uh, yeah, he's third. He is ahead of Nick Maton, Maton, and Kyle Schwarber right now. Mm-hmm. And his OBP is two points uh, worse than Javier Baez for the. Uh, he officially has the worst OBP in baseball. Uh, has the stolen bases which and nine homers. So, like, it, it, fantasy-wise, at least you're getting that. But, man, yeah. Yankees-wise, he's now hitting him ninth now. He had a, I know he had a big home run last week. The game I was at, he actually had a home run against the Dodgers. But I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it's getting to the point. It's, 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 his shortstop's been pretty good. He's not a huge arm guy, but his defense has right. been pretty good. Uh, I don't know how long you can live with the worst OEP in baseball, though.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, he was, didn't start today. Uh, he did come in late. Uh, yeah, he,
1: he made the last out I think right
2: yeah and Cabrera i uh, yeah, I'll have to take your word for that I didn't watch the game but uh I think
1: he, I think he made a lot i think Kenley struck him out for the last out and
2: the fact th- fact is they chose Cabrera who is one ninety six two forty 244 307 over him yep. i mean it's not like Cabrera's hitting either yeah um it's just it, it's tough it's tough um yeah so, i so-
1: i thought a week ago the leash was kind of got extended but he had a couple big home runs I think the leash is pretty short right now he's got uh I wouldn't be shocked if it leashes like a 10, 10 to 14 days right now before they do something.
2: Yeah. I, you would think maybe like at the start of a road trip or something like yeah. that, they'd make that decision. Something, something of that nature. Haraza uh,
1: and triple A is hitting 311 10 home runs and seven stolen bases in 28 games.
2: I mean, the Yankees have five games this week. So two of those are against the Mets, three against the Red Sox back to back Sunday night baseball, by the way, I know Are they, are they, do bad. they do it again
1: next week? Do they just lean all the so. way into
2: it? I think I saw a conversation about that on Twitter. Um,
1: so that's three weeks. That's three weeks in a row for the Yankees. Then.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's. Let's face it; it's a ratings business. I, I, if I, I if
1: it. I worked at ESPN, I would put the Yankees and Red Sox on Sunday Baseball too. It's hard. To...
2: Yeah, and Yankees Dodgers, I would do the same. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, we got. I'm looking at the Sunday. What could have been Sunday night next week? We got Rays, Padres, Giants, Dodgers would have been okay. Yeah. Our, our Reds and the Astros. That's a big series next weekend.
2: It is. It's huge.
1: Yeah, everyone would tune into that one. Phillies A is the big one. Um but anyway, uh, anything else you want to talk about? I kind of feel like we kind of hit everything. We talked a lot of Ellie De La Cruz. Talked a lot of other players. Picked up anything else on your mind? I know you're. Uh, I know you're uh, getting out of town tomorrow, uh, so I wanted to uh, want to let you get out of here.
2: But uh, anybody else on your mind? Yeah, that that's what's on my mind <laughs> to be honest right now. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I am going to be watching. I'll be able to watch. It's just going to be weird watching games start at like you know six thirty a.m. on some of these getaway da- games. But uh, nonetheless, should be good.
1: Yeah, no doubt there. We do have a special guest next week, uh Toby from Batflip oh, yes. we will be filling in for Jeff so we have Another really improvement. Good, we, have, we have a really good guest there so I'm looking forward to talking to Toby. Uh, very smart guy. He's I think he's top. I don't want to jinx him. But I think he's like top 5 or top 10 in the online championship right now, so I look forward to kind of talking to him about that. Uh, obviously a really good guy too, so it'll be it'll be fun. But uh want to thank uh Bat Flip, kind of goes with our guest, BatFlip for their uh, for their sponsorship of the podcast. If you want to follow Jeff on Twitter, he's at Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott Jensen. We'll be talking a lot of baseball on there. Other than that, hope everybody has a really good week. Hope it's a really good fantasy week. And uh, take care. And Jeff, have uh, safe travels. Have a really good trip.
2: All right. Thank you.
1: Right, see you.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in.